Hey Siri, how do you say black in French? In French, black is noir, rosé noir. Let's go. We found each other on Clubhouse. We nurtured a community that continues to grow. We'll keep pushing forward for change. We'll call things out. We'll call people in. We will lead with love. We will not be silent or silenced. We're here to fill your cup with conversation. We'll provide individuality and thought. Diversity of perspectives on a range of topics. You never know who will join us. Sit back and enjoy our offering. Claudia, Gina, Jasmine, Monique. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to the Rosé Noir podcast. I am Monique, and I am joined by Claudia and Jasmine. Uh, we are sending our love to our lovely lady Gina and baby Rowan, as they are not with us today. But we have a special guest with us, and we're going to get into that special guest very soon. We are covering Joey's season of The Bachelor, season 28. Ladies, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is episode two. What's okay. the over under on how many times Michael Bolton has sang? When <laughs> now that's not like ever in his life. And I actually, I mm-hmm. my mother loved in 1992, mm-hmm. loved Michael Bolton and played that song. Not that one, you mm-hmm. know, but the one when he sounded very soulful. And um, so I think that you're actually <laughs> being disrespectful right now. That's not disrespectful. Others. I feel like it's like upwards of a thousand times that he sang that song. He looked so stiff. He looked like he was AI, like an AI bot. Just no, no. Because it I'm not doing it with you today. Not tonight. It's ingrained in every breath that he's ever taken. He's just singing it as if it's whatever. It's like Beyonce yeah. singing um, Dangerously in Love. She can do that shit in, in, her, in sleep. her sleep. Can I so, say, though, yes. do y'all know what I thought of when Michael Bolton came on screen and started singing that? First of all, I love that song. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm basic or cheesy or whatever. I love that song. But basic I, always, <laughs> I always think of, have y'all seen Office Space? Where there's the man who yes. is in the office and his name is Michael Bolton. Yes. And he hates the singer. And he goes, why should I change my name? He's the one who sucks. <laughs> That's what I yes. think of. Every the time. glasses and it. Yeah. No, and it, no, but I was, I'm going to wait for a recap. Mm-hmm. to elaborate on that but yes Ooh, okay. i know that like, yes yes yeah. like, just say you're a hater and go <laughs> <laughs> um all right so ladies Love i wanted to start with a quick quick icebreaker what has been happening in the pop culture news that has you in a chokehold mm-hmm. and then yeah and then we'll and then i'm gonna intro our guest and then i'll ask our guest yeah after we reveal who our guest is so all right, so you're saying a chokehold. What do we have that's viral? Yeah. Like pop culture mm-hmm. Or football related. Or or if you're not ready, Claudia, I, pop I have. Pop culture and football related. Go ahead, Jess. Go ahead. Um, 
yes, football related. I did not want either mm-hmm. of these crusty red teams to end up in the okay, Super my Bowl. Turn. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> I knew you were going to be rude. <laughs> no, I don't have a problem with either of these teams. I just really, really wanted Lamar and the Ravens to go far. And I love the Chiefs. I truly love the Chiefs. I just am. I don't want them to be the next Patriots where it's like they're just winning and winning and winning. Like, come on, give somebody else a chance. But like, we understand you're great. That's fine. And I'm never going to like, obviously I'm not going to hit on a black quarterback, but at the same time, I'm like, you can sit down a little bit. Um, I'm not even going to get into the Taylor Swift of it all. I'm well, just Jasmine, 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 how do you feel about the fact that Taylor Swift has revolutionized the game of football? She has That's changed it. That's what makes me mad. And and y'all know, as a football fan and as a Taylor Swift fan, this bothers me on so many different levels. Because, first of all, she did not make this man the player that he is. When I tell you I have loved Travis Kelsey since he started playing the game, he is the best tight end in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It makes me so mad. Maybe, the best, like- maybe the best offensive player other than a quarterback. Truly. Truly. And when people are acting like, well, nobody knew who he was until Taylor sit down. That just means that all that tells me is you don't watch the sport. I'm going to, so I'm going to, I'm going to interpret because you know, I was a Travis Kelsey fan too. When he was dating black women. Um, So what, so the thing is, I mean, if if we're going to be honest about Mm -hmm. why I liked him before. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cause he was like the light of the berry, whatever way he went, he went some Mm -hmm. other way. Um, he did have a lot of endorsements that you wouldn't get if you weren't a good player. So he already mm-hmm. had those way before, including one for vaccination. Shout out. So, um, mm-hmm. so he did do that. So he had a lot of that. Um, he also had a black scent that is still kind of there, but it's, it's definitely yeah. going away. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's like they're um, adjacent. Yeah, he's, I mean, he is, it's weird how him and his brother sound completely different. They grew up in the same household. So, so I think, um, yeah, but I don't like that. Uh, but I definitely love the games. And the funny thing is everyone, and if you were, unless you're dead, knows that I'm a Giants <laughs> fan. But I, my two other teams that I like to root for are the Chiefs and the Niners. So this is actually mm-hmm. going to be a fun Super Bowl for me to watch, of course, and the usher at all, the whole the whole thing. If Taylor Swift has the nerve to get on there, I will go and set that stage on fire. That? She ain't gonna hop no? on the stage. What the hell would they sing together? I mean, <laughs> she's she, well, she, everyone's she, like, she's a musical genius. I don't want to get into it she, anymore. So she, no. she's finna get proposed to at the Super Bowl, so whatever. No. So I'm gonna transition to my viral. And mm-hmm. if oh wait, well, before know, you do that, can I just do my quick can I just do my quick thing? Cause it's Taylor related very quickly. Oh, then, then go ahead. And then I'm going to get so, out of the Taylor, Taylor bucket. So your boy, Shay Shay of club Shay Shay, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp. He was having a conversation with Chad Ochocinco because what did course, they do now? Um, I was on Chad Ochocinco. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to stand Chad Ochocinco. So they were talking about uh, what moves the needle in football. And Shannon Sharp said that Beyonce could never move the needle for football the way Taylor Swift has. No, we're gonna move on. Nope. I mean, I don't even want to talk. Beyonce, about who has uh, who has had the Beyonce Super Bowl, right? Everybody watched that game because she was the halftime talent. Beyonce, mm-hmm. who was featured 
in a large section of the Bruno Mars halftime. Yeah, I mean, it's that's Half a Beyonce stupid statement. That's a stupid statement that he would say Beyonce. Megan Thee Stallion, yeah, yeah maybe. anybody else. Like anybody else that is not quite there, but Beyonce? What are you, you idiot? Anyway, it was like, this and you know that I like Solange better than Beyonce. I said it, but it I like, still, oh, she said that's it. Ridiculous. That's fire. That's ridiculous. Well, but that's ridiculous that she, but she's up, and I'm not an idiot that she would mm-hmm. immediately. She played Super Bowl and Taylor did not. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for I that. But you watch next. What happened? I want to say two sentences and I'm not going to elaborate okay. on either of them before you go. Okay. I just want to say two things. One, okay. I was at the Super Bowl here in Houston when Beyonce sang the national anthem and it was the greatest thing ever. Mm. <laughs> two, I was talking shit about Taylor a little bit earlier. Well, not about her, but um, about her situation. And I do want to say it is not her fault that the media and the cameras are on her. So stop giving her shit. It's not her making the cameras go towards her. You're, you're correct. It's not her fault that the fucking NFL and ESPN and Fox and CBS and NBC are so desperate for views that they will <laughs> piss off their entire fan base by every time there's a Travis Kelsey, he breathes on the field. They're showing her. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. His brother had to get practically naked to try to get a glimpse of the camera time, but then they would show her. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm I done talking about Because Patrick Mahomes, they like him and his family trying to linger mm-hmm. behind in the, just so that mm-hmm. like they can be on camera now too. They're like, I know Taylor left everyone, but we're still here. Yeah. We're still, I'm, I'm the reason why we're still, we made it here is what he should have said. Um, Bobby, I would love so, to know what you have to say. Okay, well, I don't want to get into any of that anymore because I'm exhausted <laughs> from talking about her. But if we want to talk about another viral person, musician, uh, before we transition, there is someone that I like who's also pretty problematic, but that's okay, um, who was on SNL and who's going on tour, and I'm going to three of the shows. I think we know who we're talking about. Justin! And I don't care. Problematic AF. Justin Timberlake is going to be on tour. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. Who, by the way, who, by the way, has on this call in the podcast. He, no one come for me. I have seen him 31 times. No. I, and then, and Britney Spears, mm-hmm. Britney Spears, I'm using air quotes, folks. That's what I was about to bring post, up. She posted, someone posted from her account and then it went away <laughs> that they were. I love Justin's new song, Selfish. It's so great. And and I have it at screenshot. And it was three in the it was the three in the morning because I was woke, waking up for yoga. And I was like, watch this go away. But I, I captured it. And it said, I love Justin Timberlake's new song. Uh, first of all, I want to say I'm sorry for anything I wrote about anybody in my book. I love Justin Timberlake's new song, Selfish. And I love when him and Jimmy Fallon get together. It's the funniest thing. And I was like, you said all of those? She said that all in one sentence. And it wasn't with all the heart emojis or her dancing and twirling with knives. So I was like, this might not be her. Yeah, right. And prize. And then it it went away. Let the listeners know our guest is cackling right now. (laughs) Loving it. I just just want everyone to understand. And so I get the problematic 
Yes, you can speak only if it's yes. Go ahead. I'm not here to censor, except if you if you hate on what I just I'm said. I'm trying to silence a black woman. Stop. Listen, <laughs> my thing. My thing is <laughs> so entire black. So I love this for Justin. I love this moment. He was a man in the woods. Chris Stapleton no, was asked, no, right? That's... He was um, back to the the honky tonk roots, the you know the swashbuckling yeah. roots. Now he is back on SNL with Toby and mm-hmm, however you say his last name. I love this young man that I don't know and everybody seems to know. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I love him. Uh, first of all, I love him. This is a great look for Justin because the anti-blackness, Wait, everybody what? forgets Wait, about it immediately. The, the, the dude from Houston, Jasmine, way to represent. Got the rapper from ja- oh, from from one where his wife is like always perpetually pregnant. They have a wonderful oh, tribe of children. Yes, okay. He is okay. like full, a full yes, but, but he is like so fucking talented, and he's but been that, killing that, for that, years. that that alone was like the concert. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I I'm there. Like that was and the way the marketing rollout. So anyway, yeah, we don't have to yeah, that's how you get back in the black community. But you did ask me what was I mean. I can't even believe that you would question or wonder what I was thinking this week. But I was just like a kid in the candy store watching all the stuff. I recorded, I rewatched. I already know all the words to selfish. But uh, Claudia, and, yes. how do you feel that all the Britney fans have now gone them. back to her song Selfish and made that number one on the charts, which I never ever her. No, he's still charted no, at he's still number one. He's empowerment. He's number one. <laughs> No, check that I, again. I just want to know what you Play think. Play the back. He's not starting. I just want to know your thoughts on the fact that the Britney fans are like, no, no, no. Listen, I'm also we a have better fan. selfish. I'm just more of a, you know. Problematic well, fan. I love yeah. both of them. I don't care. You I, all I have something that is problematic, and that mm-hmm. was that's what I choose, and I win. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. your problematic white man that you will defend? Mm. Defend is a strong word. Okay. Defend okay. is a strong okay. word. Um, cause I, with, with Janet, it's sensitive cause I love Janet. So, but yeah. he did apologize. Mm, what? Like 40 it's, years later? He was a child. He was like tacit, you know, I, things that I would never you. allow for anyone else ever. Let, let the record show too. I was just telling you that I was at the Super Bowl where Beyonce mm-hmm. sang the, the national anthem. Mm-hmm. That's the same Super Bowl where Janet's titty popped out. I was there. And I have your neck I about it. This titty out. Mm-hmm. It's great. I was there. His um, was so made. which means that Justin was there. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. So having said all that, so thank you for I, everyone. Did I, go? did I go? You did go. You did no, go. You, oh no, you didn't go. Okay. I'm gonna, it's going to be very brief. How about okay. this? How about this? Let's introduce the guest, and then she yes. and I and everyone can banter about the next topic because I'm sure we all have something to say. Okay. And then and then we're going to transition to that. One hundred percent. All right. Awesome. So we have a guest that we have connected with so from before. We have chatted. I know you all have seen all of the quick, I mean, of all the quick-witted people, man. Yes. And I have to give our own jazz credit on Twitter, pretty quick-witted. Mm-hmm. Quick but this this individual is like on it, on it with the, with the quick hits, um, amazing content everyone and then talk about somebody who really shows recognition i have never mm-hmm. seen anybody do it better we have the lovely ria 
Bachelor Rabbit Hole is probably best, as you all know. So welcome to the show, Rhea. Thank you so much. So welcome. I appreciate uh, it. Your compliments compliments Uh almost made me cry. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's so nice to hear that, especially from you women who do so much for the community. So I I really love being here and chatting with y'all. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's amazing how quick you are. Um, and uh, and the sword, we're gonna get into the whole sword fighting that you do, which is also brilliant. Um, but thank you for being on. So so we're gonna go to Rhea quick to mm-hmm. say what what is the viral thing of the moment? Because I know you also get, you're right in there. So very curious. Yeah, so I'm gonna talk about something pop culture slash reality TV within that realm. Mm-hmm. So okay. I am obsessed with traders. I don't oh. know if you okay. guys are watching that show, but it was the number one unscripted show on streaming services in the United States. So it is a mm-hmm. banger. And over the last few months, I've been really getting into competition reality shows as opposed mm-hmm. to like dating shows. And so I got into Big Brother and Survivor. And this show puts so many different reality competition shows and, you know, just lifestyle shows together. And the whole concept is interesting. So I'm absolutely loving it. And Pilot Pete is on there and he's doing super well. I know. So I'm going to I'm going to watch now. Like I'm going to probably watch some on the plane. I'm going to download stuff tonight. Watch it because I've been like, oh, I'll get to it. And now I'm like, I got to watch this whole thing because it sounds so awesome. Okay. So I heard it. I did not hear about this in season one at all. I knew nothing about it until about a month ago. I'm eating lunch with my coworkers and they brought it up. They were like, have y'all started season two? Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, I've never heard of this show. And they're like, girl, you got to watch it. And the this is how they sold it to me. And this is why I got hooked on it. They said, if you ever watch the old think like 20 years ago reality TV, the mole, it's like the mole meets mm-hmm. Big Brother meets Survivor. Yes. It yeah. is so fucking good. It's so good. I'm gonna so- watch it. No, say no more. I know. And I see all the love for Palapita. I'm like, I gotta watch this thing. Like, it I never redemption. in my life. I've never liked me. And now I'm like, damn, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I've heard some good things about him more recently in the last like year or so. So I'm going to watch it. I can't wait. Hopefully Barb makes an appearance. Um, sweet no, nose. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out uh, to come back. But yeah, I want to watch that. And then what's the other one? We had Zachary Ali on last week and he had told us about the other one on Netflix. Oh, he told us about Oh, what is, is it called? called? Trust or something? Trust. I haven't seen it. I think it's something like that. Yeah, it's on Netflix. But everyone is obsessed with it. Just it's very similar to Traders. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going. I keep saying this. See, the thing is, so I just relocated to Charlotte. I just closed on my house on Thursday last week. Congratulations! Thank you. Doing big things. Okay. (laughs) So the thing is. I don't have a snow day because there's no snow in Charlotte. Because usually <laughs> I used to watch the, I was like, you know what? It's going to be a snow day. Welcome to the South, baby. And I'm like snuggling and I don't have any time. My my screen time has gone down. My TV watching has gone down. So I have to be better at doing nothing and watching shows. So I got to figure it out. <laughs> I got to figure And if we didn't have to cover this show, I probably wouldn't watch it either. There we, <laughs> Mo came back. She has transported back. Yes. So perfect timing. We're up to you. So what is it that you yeah. want to talk about? Oh, Nicki Minaj versus Megan the Stallion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to talk about that. Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Woo! 
Um, it's Monique, who I'll won? Look him. I'll say this. Actually, I like um, I think that Megan the Stallion won because how do you, if you're Nicki Minaj, um, I don't think that like, all right, so Megan the Stallion calls out the fact that you know, there's credible real life evidence that you mm-hmm. surround yourself with um, mm-hmm. uh, sordid men, we'll say. Yes. Men that uh, deal in underage sexual activity, mm-hmm. we'll say. I don't know how you come back from that because that's true. Her brother and her husband. What are we talking about here? Okay. Um, and that was like a couple of lines, just a little couple of lines. And, you know, Nicki Minaj, her retort to that was calling Megan the Stallion Bigfoot and that she got shot in the foot. So it's like one fish, two fish, red <laughs> fish, blue fish, Nicki Minaj lost. I just and, oh, no, just I hate to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like anybody referring to black women in a certain way because of their size or stature. Mm-hmm. Um, especially one black woman to another. Mm-hmm. Especially two, because we don't do that to other women. We were just talking about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift and Meg Stallion, they're the same height. Mm-hmm. So why are we referring to Meg as if she is some giantess, like terrible, you know, monster of a person? Well, because we're anti-black. Worship Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Also, the girl named herself the Stallion. Of course, she's big and she owns yeah. it. She mm-hmm. owns it. She loves it. Mm-hmm. So leave her alone. Uh, Nikki lost. Sorry. <laughs> well, that, a lot of that and the whole like talking about someone's like violent attack. Like yes, being a gunshot victim myself. Like I don't mm-hmm. feel like that's cool to like if someone came at me with that comment I would do probably not nice things to them. But yeah. So I don't think that is appropriate. And you know what Nikki? I never liked you because Lil' Kim is the real queen. So that's, that's what I gotta say. Well, come find me. Come, find, come at me right now. Thank I don't you. know. I don't You're know. gonna have a diss track called Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, gonna, you know, and I and I'll have made it as she does. <laughs> you know, Meg Thee Stallion gonna be at the Grammys, and mm-hmm. you know, where Nick, where Nicki Minaj gonna be? She needs to know. be ashamed. She needs yes. to be ashamed. Bring shame back. This one, if you if you Google the name mm-hmm. of her husband. Mm-hmm. It basically says his crimes right there. Mm-hmm. Your brother is currently in jail. Have you no mm-hmm. shame? This is just disgusting. I I have no words. And she consistently mm-hmm. aligns herself with these people. Like this is the thing, mm-hmm. right? Like I, like so I get like calling it out or whatever. You you know, but you aligned yourself with these people and it's like it's not that even you have done it, but you also by association. Uh so yeah, so you definitely also you align yourself with the wrong people. Um, it's going to come back to you. Like, you know, blood is one thing if it's your brother, mm-hmm. but if it's your husband, it's a partner that you're choosing. And, and again, I mean, I, you know, the Christian side of me is like, oh, forgiveness. You can forgive somebody, mm-hmm. but um, when you continuously, and especially given those types of crimes. So she, she continuously kind of aligns herself with the wrong people. This is like a history of, of what she's done. 
Um, but again, to attack black women, black women attacking black women, it's like the thing that gives me anxiety the most. So I don't like that. Um, and so I don't love that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and Megan and Stallion didn't say anything wrong. Um, yeah. She's only been so, hitting at people that have been hitting at her, so whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was... I mean, so many people she came for her after she was shot. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so, she yeah, said so, that they could get conjugal visits with um, no, no, <laughs> Daystar. No, 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 no. That's Tory Lanez, by so, the way, if you have to know Lanes. his yeah. name. <laughs> I don't care. Daystar. No one cares. Anyway, so anyway. to transition on a, from a low note to a much higher note. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Rhea, thank you again for being on. Now, um, You've done a lot since the last time we talked to you. So what what has been going on uh, with you since then? Like, how is the content happening? It looks like you have some other things brewing. So, Do yeah. I, yeah. Other- well, thank you. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what have I been doing? Anytime I'm put on the spot, I'm like, do I even exist on this universe? Um, yeah. So I've just been really being obsessed with Charity and Dawn. <laughs> I've really just been loving their relationship and seeing more of it. Other than that. Yeah. Other than that, like the golden wedding was really fun. I enjoyed watching that. Um, And yeah, to be honest, I've been spending a lot of time kind of outside Bachelor Nation, to be honest. Once I kind of got a taste of other fandoms Mm -hmm. and sort of the way they operate and the types of conversations that are happening in other fandoms, it's really kind of hard to dedicate a lot of my time to Mm -hmm. Bachelor Nation, but it's also kind of helped me can I cuss? Not give a fuck? Is it okay if I cuss? 100%. We, <laughs> well, we have the e, yes. e on our podcast. Okay, awesome. Don't worry about it. Fuck, fuck, it, bitch, whatever. Yes. Cuss if you need to. My yeah. boss don't. My, my boss cuss more than anything. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Um, But yeah, it's helped me not give a fuck anymore. I think for so long, I was really focused on growing my page. And it's kind of a sacrifice when you have very strong views that are very polarizing mm-hmm. and so what happens is that you know you, you grow followers but you also lose a lot of followers whenever you mention anything that's sort of not the typical just reposting bachelor stuff mm-hmm. um so at, i really had to think about it and say do i want to continue to grow my page and sort of cut back on this commentary that a lot of people may disagree with, or am I just like, fuck it. I don't care if people unfollow me. I don't care if my page grows anymore. Um, I'm just going to say what I feel and I don't give a fuck. Drag me if you want. Like, this is my perspective. This is my POV. If you don't like it, block me. It's so easy. Did I answer that question? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so curious, right? Because, because we didn't sign up for a show, right? We, we are content creators. Um, we are media. So I hate when people call us that. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, so, it, so, but it's interesting, right? Because we have talked about this and I think, you know, we had Blake on a couple of weeks ago of like how to handle that stress because there is the balance of like wanting people to hear what you have to say or like see your content and be entertained. It's almost like putting together a meal and watching people eat mm-hmm. it and like getting excited. And someone's like, oh, no, gross. Like I wouldn't have this. Um, so I think, so how do you handle that? Because there was a part, I think, you weren't watching Golden Bachelor right away. I think you jumped in later. I think it was that, or Paradise. It was it was one of the shows that you were not, and I, and I you often look, you're like one of the first ones that pop up on my feed on Instagram. So when do you make that decision to take that mental rest? Yeah, oh, that's a, that's a really good question. 
I feel like any time I start to realize that social media or the pages that I run are giving me any type of anxiety or just anger, then I really start to step away because that's not that's not really healthy. Um, but I do have ways that I kind of set boundaries on my page. For example, like my DMs are off pretty much to anyone. Um, my comments are limited. You know, if you don't follow me, you can't comment on my shit. Um, and then also lately I've been blocking a lot of people. Like, for example, you you made that analogy, that beautiful analogy to, you know, cooking a meal and, and serving it to people. And I literally just posted like a carousel of couples photos. And I shit you not, every single time I do that carousel of couples, it's like, oh my gosh, you missed this person. You missed this. Um, Y'all know there's a limit of 10 photos on a carousel. Mm-hmm. Also send me the photos, just send me the photos and I'll post it. But I usually just ignore that stuff. And today I literally blocked every single person that commented that. Like at this point, I do not give a fuck. Like just get away that. from me. So that's where I'm at. I, lo- I love it because there's moments of those of the strength and empowerment that I have. They're like, as, as a people pleaser, um, that's a default. I, I'm better at it, but it's still, there's moments where you just are like, oh, I want to make sure I get everyone. It's so nice that they care. I want to make sure I, I appease everybody, which you cannot do, which is crazy, right? Um, and you will lose people the, the bigger you get. You're going to lose you're gonna, because you're going to sort of narrow your audience. But I guess... Do you have moments of that where you're like, ah, I really do want to, how do I, how do I accommodate everyone that supports me? Yes, absolutely. And I really had to just come to the hard decision that I don't care about accommodating people who have specific views. I think I had to make a decision about whether I was ever going to try to monetize my page or not, because that was really the biggest motivation to try to grow an audience is to monetize it. And in some back and forth, I forget what triggered this, but a lot of people say like, you have to do things for your followers or else we're going to unfollow you. And it just started to get to that point where people kind of feel like they own you. And I'm like, bitch, you don't pay my bills. I have a full-time motherfucking job. Like my rent is on auto pay. Nothing you do affects my life. And I don't have to do anything that you want me to do because you're not my parent or like the government. So yeah, I just kind of had to make that choice and be like, I'm just going to be unapologetically me. And I have connected with people that jive with that, you know what I mean? And everyone else kind of just doesn't matter. I don't like whether I have 10 followers or like 10 million personally, I don't care at this point. But you have the people that want to follow. I mean, of course, there's probably some haters mixed in, right? But there's but you get the people that you want when you yes. when you're sort of unapologetically yourself. I imagine that you're just like, and you're good with that. The other people, it doesn't matter because you're kind of like, and I love that you just block immediately, which kind of protects your peace. Exactly. When you do that. Exactly. Yeah. And the people that are like genuinely connect with me, mm-hmm. they definitely keep me going. Cause you know, I have my discord community and like in messages when I hear things like, thank you for saying this. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Cause I was so nervous about saying this and that makes it, all worth it, you know, connecting with people like you who get it um, and allow me to be me and and make space for me. It's, it's really awesome. Love it. So, so I had a question um, because I wrote this down earlier when I was like sitting in the lab (laughs) and I was just thinking about the difficulty that I'm having with the, 
oh my God, Joey can't say enough great things about him. Oh my God. Now, granted, I think he's probably a fine gentleman. Wonderful. Great. I think he is a tailor-made bachelor. I think he was recruited and sought out to be the next in line to be the bachelor. Um, I think that uh, I watched the show from a bit more of a critical lens than ever before. So um, this is the role, this is the sort of transfer of the Gary. You can't say anything about Gary when at the end of the season, it was a mess and then he got married and then everybody forgot, right? Or, you know, it, I just feel, I, I can't congratulate people for being kind. I can't congratulate people for being um, like having empathy, not, not, not over. I'm not going to go over the top. I'm just, you know, I'm just going to let y'all know that now, because I think that uh, life is life. Like life is, is, is going to kick you in the ass and it just is what it is. You know, I think that we all hope for someone to, when we tell them our story for them to just be a kind listening ear something great where it lands softly and then they begin to, you know, open up and share themselves. But I just think that everybody is going way, way over the, like way over the, the, the marker here. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, uh, unlike who was it? Uh, Pilot Pete, Ari, Nick, Clayton, you know, um, who, announced this bachelor, we gave them a chance and we kind of came out looking interesting. They were looking a little funny in the light at times. So, um, you know, I hope the best for, for Joey and that's where I'm going to leave it. Like blessings. I hope the best for you. I'm very entertained by your season. I don't think that you've done anything like super special yet. Um, and I don't really expect him to, I think that the women are going to do that. So that's, how do you like I said all that. Sorry. I said all that to say, how do you synthesize this show for yourself in the stage of Black womanhood that you are? Oh, my goodness. Mo, I'm so glad you asked because this has definitely been. By the way, the thoughts of Monique are not the thoughts necessarily of everybody in in, in the crew. That's okay. You don't, I, need, you don't need that. They know. Because yeah, some, some of some of us might be really like into the shit and that I'm, and I'm with yeah. it there too. You have the right. I'm just like, Oh, come on y'all. I'm sorry. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I absolutely 100% agree with every single thing you said. And it was definitely on my mind coming to this recording and trying to navigate these kind of conversations. And that's kind of the similar experience online because people are obsessed with Joey. They are, praising this man highly for what I kind of consider to be average behavior. He's to me, in my opinion, he's a pretty average dude. I mean, there's nothing particularly impressive about him. And typically you would think people in this position, the bachelor, they're supposed to be the most eligible man in the country. And that's why I was really kind of pushing. And I talked about this the last time I was here, you know, John B to be the lead because John B has bought his own house. He's a, you know, in, in several different, uh, you know, literature. And it's like, those kind of things are what make a lead for me, right? Like you are super impressive. You are established and no offense to Joey, but okay. He lived in Hawaii. Okay. Now he doesn't live in Hawaii and now he's staying in his sister's guest bedroom. It's just like, 
what is going on? And right, and I checked right before uh, I came on this meeting, Joey's about to surpass charity and Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. And my heart is crushed. Mm-hmm. My heart is just like absolutely crushed because charity was an incredible mm-hmm. lead. She ended up getting engaged. She gave us mm-hmm. a love story that has never happened on our season. She went on to do Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. And none of that matters mm-hmm. to this audience. Absolutely none of it matters because of the color of her skin. And all you literally mm-hmm. have to do to have this audience be obsessed with you is like have light eyes, dark hair, and sort of not be an asshole. But take yeah. your shirt off and shower in front of the camera. Okay. Well, the, so there's both can be true. There's nothing wrong with him taking his shirt off. Okay, so but the thing is, no, but but a hundred percent. So while I, I I I like Joey a lot, and I'm excited as a as a as a child of a gay parent um, to mm-hmm. see that when we have mm-hmm. hometowns and hopefully dive deeper instead of talking to his uncle whoever Joey I forgot, but instead of just bringing his uncle, uncle I think it was Uncle jo- like really like I was like his name is his dad and like learn more about his life and like see like how that interacts. Um, so that's the one, I mean, I do feel, and it's not just by association, but I do believe that Joey is more open-minded than other bachelors. I think actually Clayton is okay, but you know, Clayton had eat some stuff, um, yeah. but being open-minded and Whoa. I agree with you, you could be mediocre as shit and have done nothing, right? He didn't build like a school for children somewhere in the middle of like wherever, right? Like he, he has done like Daisy. I'm like, Daisy is amazing. Like, what is she doing? Right, like, absolutely. It, it was not even like at that level. And Charity actually, like, she should get to be, and she is amazing. She could, she, but we always, especially as black women, have to do like all of these jump through hoops. Literally, the the, the position I got now, um, the people that I work with, two of the the people, and they're great. The two of my colleagues that are men, they're white men and they're younger than me. And they've been in this position longer than me, but I have worked. My, my track record is proven and myself and another woman got promoted and we we have been around longer, but we're older. Um, it's just constant. Like we have to jump through hoops and do more and not just get to be mediocre or average. And they're not average. Like my, my all my colleagues are amazing, but like I've seen this before where there's people that are just like, just average. And it, you're right. It's heartbreaking. Charity literally has been on every episode of the last season of Dancing with the Stars. She was literally on every single episode. Finalist. It, with Jason Mraz, who I love, by the way. Like, I love him as a singer. Like, he's like, the a, I've always loved him. But like, he's like a major Grammy artist. And like, these people with massive followings, millions of followings, like she has made it with them. She's going on tour. And like, jo- Joey's episode two, usually they get a bigger following much later. Now, I like that I like at least that they have that, right? Like I like at least that it's it's growing again. So hopefully if there's people of color, hopefully we ride with them. But it sadly, we know predictably it's not going to happen to your point. So I agree, Monique. I, I agree and I agree, Rhea. Like it's sad because Charity gave us gold from every aspect of her series, like from from, from Zach's season, that, that wretched season to... <laughs> To her own season, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, to now in life with like, she's actually in the relationship with the person she got engaged to. So yeah, I agree. I feel like that take is the unpopular take though, unfortunately. It so. absolutely okay. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is good. I mean, you know why too? Because I love him. the bar is in hell. The bar is <laughs> yeah. in hell. Go off. Go off. 
I love him. I mean, most of it's because he's fine as hell. Have you seen his eyes? <laughs> I have. I don't. I don't. His shirt was off. Like, have y'all seen other people, other men in the world? <laughs> like, you're like other people exist that are also fine. <laughs> no, I get it. Like, I, I no, get I, it. Yes, no, I get you're right. It. There are no, other men that fine and like have done amazing things. Y'all are making. I get it. it. I'm just still gonna stand him. I'm still gonna just. Drool. Oh, and one more thing before we go to the next question. But like to the Gary of it all, because Monique was here shitting on Gary, mm-hmm. just like shitting all over him. She was like, "No, this is not right," and we were like, "No, he's such a nice man," and everyone was like, "He's lovely," and then it was like, but then. Every then we we heard a little something about him, and I still I still want people to leave them alone because it's like whatever. But and well, I think then also what he Joey, did to Leslie was crazy. That part, eh, I mean, that's true. But the but the but the but this and we're only in episode two, and people are like Joey, amazing. He's episode two. He still has time to fuck us over, like everyone else. Okay, but <laughs> no, exactly. But- we saw Claudia. We saw Joey for a whole season of charity, and we did not know anything about Gary. So I feel like that's a little different. That's we a saw what? No, I love, and you know, I love Joey. Actually, I was the first person, and then y'all come now. Jo- Jasmine's trying to no, take no, my no, man. no, 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 no. This is <laughs> not a Tanner man, situation. But, but, <laughs> trying to take my man, but I, I do love Joey, but I don't think he's. We haven't. He hasn't given us the praise and all of that that he mm-hmm. has been getting. What were you going to say, Ma? Do you remember the most interesting thing about Joey from the beginning of, of the season to the end was his hometown when his uncle said, you know, I don't know, sometimes he'd be a little shifty. <laughs> we were like, wait, <laughs> can we talk about that a little bit more? Um, we're leaving him. His uncle told on him, y'all. His uncle I told. A little bachelorette. I totally forgot about that. Not only that, but Charity asked his uncle, do you think Joey is ready to get engaged? And he said, I don't know. And then they made this man the bachelor. (laughs) Make it make sense. Please help me. Help me. John would have been great. I love John. I would have loved John definitely would have been great. He gives such great personality. It's a blessing. Even though every time I think of John B, I've made this joke on the podcast before, but I'm going to say it again. Every time I think of John B, I'd be like, they don't know what it is. Yeah, but John John is John is hot. He's great. And, he, and he's got personality. Oh it's not God. like we were going to just Absolutely. plug him in. Absolutely. He does. Joey has a li- not nowhere near John's uh, personality, but jo- Joey's Joey's average, nice. average. And I do, yeah. So we'll we'll get into we're gonna transition to it in just a moment. Just y'all a moment. trying to call him regular degular? Show me. He's just something. regular to me. Not regular degular. He's not regular degular. <laughs> he's said, not, "Where's the lies?" He's not Zach. He's not Zach. Who was dry? He's not an asshole. And he's not an asshole. <laughs> the bar yes, is the in bare hell. minimum. You said that the earlier. Bar is in hell. hell. Yeah, the bar that is, is what I'm saying. The, the yeah. bar is in hell. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was a great conversation. Um, y'all, let's take a break and then we'll come back and actually dive into the episode.
and we're back and we're black and Taylor Swift is back. I'm just kidding. Uh, it rhymed. I'm no, actually, um, I'm going to be honest like with it. you real quick. I, I feel bad for her because she can't even be natural with her man because she knows that millions of eyes are looking. They look nervous. She looked nervous to hug and kiss him with all those cameras there. And I felt bad for her. That was but, nice of you. Um, I did. I was like, damn, they don't even look natural right. because, but anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> you just hit the dump on my boy, Joey, but then you're like, I feel bad for Taylor Swift. Okay. So let's go in. Can let's transition. <laughs> we're going to dive in. And um, so we're going to get into what soured our sips first. I love this mm -hmm. episode, by the way. This is episode two. Mm. This is good. This is good. I remember we were falling asleep in paradise for most of the season. It was dreadful. <laughs> so this is great. This is great already. Again, bar hell. Mm. Hades. Like, mm -hmm. okay, we're gonna so, need a new bar. It's burnt to Christmas. Bars, it's actually burned. It's it's burnt. It's it's it doesn't even exist. All right, so we're gonna get to our, what soured our sips first. So, who would like to go first? Ja oh, Jasmine, thank you for the kindergarten hand raise. Well, I'm gonna, I didn't do the hand raise. I'll go first. <laughs> Jasmine, shit to say, y'all. All right, Jasmine. So what? So tell us. Tell us. What's that? What you said? <clears throat> Number one. I fucking despise these dates where they make these girls put on wedding dresses and gallivant around. I hate it. They do it every season. They can't come up with anything new. It always is stupid. Somebody always gets upset. Why do they continue to do this? Who is asking for this? Who? I hate. It. Please discuss. <laughs> yes, I definitely tweeted about this, and I don't mean to be crude, but are the producers okay? Are their brains working? Can they come up with ideas of new dates? This show has been on for over 20 years, over like almost 30 years, seasons, and yeah. there's like 10 dates that they do. I'm concerned. Like, someone do a wellness check on these people because this is not okay. And these are new producers, and Mike Fleiss is gone, so we can't, we can't actually, like... It wasn't him, apparently. It was, it was not him. He was, like, shaggy. He was, like, it wasn't me. So, I think, I think, um... <laughs> Banging I, on the I, I, I like the twist on some of it, but I was like, it was still... I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, it was just same. It was the same. I was like, oh, here we go. But now I what I thought it was going to be was the pictures. Yeah. They had to cut Frank. They added the reception. Pay for him. Yay. Because they Frank had to pay for Michael Bolton. Yeah. He's on separate. <laughs> so I think, um, but Franco might be back. Franco might be back for something else. But that was called, oh, man. I, I did not like I that. how much Michael Bolton charged them. <laughs> No, but he was clean. Listen, the budget for the show was like, listen, you got oh, Bolton, you get Franco. Franco, can you do this for free? And Franco was like, Fuck no. <laughs> He's Bro, like, I'm, I'm like, you're not booking gigs right now. This is crazy. <laughs> you paid for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. He was on a lot of compilation CDs back in in the 90s. Um, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't love it. When the second I saw the wedding dress, I was like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. With Celine Dion. How many bachelors are still married? There's like less than five. What, like Why three the of them? 
Oh, Let me get a piece of paper. Just kidding. There's only like five. Yeah. What is so it? Like Sean, Jason, Jason Ari, Ari. Oh, Ari. Who else is married? Jason. Oh, so, Shar, and then Sean. <laughs> so three. Is that is there more than three? Yes. Well, Colton, but he didn't marry. The Girl, person no, that yeah. don't count. Marriages. There's like five relationships. <laughs> And Trista, if we're going to add in the Bachelorette, yeah. Obviously, the Bachelorettes will get married more often and stay married. Obviously. JoJo. JoJo. Trista, JoJo. Not even Rachel. Everybody forgets JoJo. We don't even talk about that. Because it took so long for them to get married. Fuck you, Brian. I hope that they don't have the date with the baby practice, the the husband contest and then they take the baby and they're like wrap the diaper fast and then mm-hmm. feed the baby and do all this stuff like you know what i'm talking about that olympics yep. that mm-hmm. that race oh, that they do. The bachelor. i haven't seen it in a while so i i and i hope that it has been retired so i hope it doesn't come on this season because it's a mess yeah yeah so i'm with you jazz on that for sure uh what was your other sour tips Another one is, why was Maria really, truly trying to act like, oh my gosh, this dress is so uncomfortable. Let me go slip into something more comfortable. And then she came back out in that little da-da-da, zhuzh outfit. Oh, like, you're oh, talking about the, the bra, the bikini? Girl, the little bra, the little bustier, whatever we want to call the it. The bralette. I'm like, no, why are you pretending like this is more comfortable? Like, girl, if you want to put something sexy on, just say you want to put something sexy on. Like, stop pretending that this is more comfortable. (laughs) That is not. If you eat the wrong thing, you are going to be polluted. Exactly. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I feel so much better. But then Joey took the bait and he was like, oh, wow, she's looking whatever. And then he kissed her. I'm like, oh, Lord, he fell for it. I mean, he was he's a man. Hot and heavy. And the thing about Joey is he can't hide when he's really into someone. Mm-hmm. And he was turned on. <laughs> like he was getting red. Was I mean, that's fair. Right. She's fine. Yeah. That, that was fair. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like But that outfit, I, that show, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it either. I was like, be a bathing suit or be a dress. Yeah, <laughs> what are you? What are you? Like, what do this? How can I, I wear the least amount of clothes possible, but it still be appropriate for this and not the pool. No, but I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, item number three. Why okay. did we need Demi and Jubilee? How dare you? Jubilee, yes. <laughs> Demi, no. Oh, sorry. I said that out loud. <laughs> what purpose did they serve? Please explain. They had to I bring was Jubilee back. They found she was paid reparations to come back. Okay, like let's talk about it because I was like, how did they even get her back? That no reparations. Back the truck out, please. Open it and money is flying out. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. That was like amazing. Yeah, that was amazing because I was surprised. And Demi, I mean, but they always bring people I mean, that are irrelevant. <laughs> Anything. And I don't mean that as shade to either of those ladies because I love both of them. I think they're great. Uh, Demi was one of my favorite villains ever. I thought she was great. But but why? Why are you here? <laughs> what are you doing? 
The thing with production is that they don't know how to connect the dots. They just bring random people. They go to random places. They don't think about the narrative. Like, how is this person connected to Joey? What is this adding here? They're just like, let's just get someone that's been on the show that's willing to come here. Literally. It's like, dude, put some thought into this, <laughs> please. Like, is there a personal trainer that Joey worked with? Is there, you know, someone at his gym that they can bring in? I just don't. Why these two people? Although I did love seeing Jubilee and Demi. They, did they look gorgeous. They look great. No, <laughs> Again, yeah. no Molly, shade. Are you going to say something about it? Pay black women and let's move on. <laughs> yeah. So I... So the thing, yes, I know, but it's it from a marketing perspective, right? Because I have this background of, in that it was smart to bring, if you're trying to bring some people back, right? Because let's face it, Gary season did bring a lot of the, the old time folks back to bachelor nation. They saw a lot of promos with Joey, Joey, like even the memes with Joey in them. So people are watching, right? And so you only have a short period of time to really capture them before they start exiting and saying, it's not worth it. So I think while Jubilee was an interesting choice, but Ben Higgins was, was a very popular season. So that makes sense. And then she was on Paradise. Um, I think that, you know, Demi is very popular and they come from two different eras almost. So I think that was a good, it was a good choice that way to kind of bring back and tie back if they're doing that. I don't even know if they're that, if they're there. So I'm going to give them credit. credit that maybe they don't even deserve. But I think that, that that could be potentially why they link them together. So that's what I'm saying. I'm sticking to it. You're making awesome. it make sense for me. Thank you. <laughs> and you should know better because you're marketing as well. So you should know. But I knew that I was speaking to you. That was your love language. Okay. Fantastic. Jazz, was that all you had for Soured Sip? Yes, because my last one, I'm pretty sure one of y'all are going to hit on. I'm going to let y'all have this heavy hitter. You probably already know what it is. So Yeah, I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold on and I will take that one. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. it'll be me. And if not, no, I won't be mad. Yeah, uh, yeah. we're, talking, we're yes. talking the same thing. Yeah. Fantastic. Rhea, I'm actually going to jump to you, then go to Mo. Yeah, sure. I really only had one salty sip. <laughs> what was it oh, called again? I'm so sorry. salty. Sour, salty. Sour sips. Okay, yeah. No, it's. Uh, I like it. I like it. Is good too. Yeah, that works. <laughs> so I only really had one sour sip, and it's kind of an overarching one, and it's just really about production. Okay. I feel like their level of cruelty has risen to a point that's kind of scary. Um, and so it started with the first group date when they made – Jess and Joey kiss in front of everyone. And the reason why they kissed is because the the audience was like clinking their glasses. But of course, producers tell them to do that. So they forced them to kiss, knowing that Jess had kissed him night one. And there was a problem. So they wanted to irritate the girls. Then when he chose Rachel for that dance, they made all of them watch when in previous seasons, when there has been a dance, like Michelle's season, it's separate. The Everyone else goes back to the house. So that was very strange. And then for the one-on-one -on -one day, I was really glad to see that Daisy got it because her story is so amazing. But they chose probably the worst date for her, knowing that it's so loud. It's so noisy. She you know, doesn't even know if she's going to be able to hear him. I can't imagine what she was going through, having all of these emotions. So that was cruel. And then the second group date allowing only one woman to have time with Joey. Well, 
and this was a very physical date, which I don't like forced violence dates, but it's like, mm-hmm. these people just got roughed up and they just have to go home and not spend any time with him. And although I, I, I'm like, yes, Edwina, I'm so glad that she got extra time, but producers need to make extra time for that. They don't need to cut into other people's time because that's just so disrespectful. So that was overall my sour sip discuss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spot on. Spot on. So it's interesting that you say that because I I felt the same way. I had all these emotions because you think about that, right? Because it seemed like obviously before, let me pin these two together and have a fight, right? That's kind of like a a natural reality show thing to do, right? But to go on this layer, it's almost like when there's like, I'm afraid of alligators. And it's like, we're going to go alligator hunting today. (laughs) like, And they're like, yes, this is amazing. You know, on that kind of date, even that is like cruel, but like not as bad as something where you're going to force her to talk about. And she, and you could tell she was very nervous. She was going to have to bring it up, but it was like, this is the way. Cause she was like, oh, I couldn't hear something. If it was more innocent of like, oh, when we were like crossing the street and the the noise was blaring, I, you know, that was something that you might've not noticed. Um, that would have been more organic. And I felt like they, they set it up that way so that that story can come out. Now, again, mm-hmm. truly beautiful. Um, and she handled it well, but it, you could tell she wasn't 100% comfortable um, having to share that probably so soon. Or and I, and I had this like kind of nasty thought of like, did they pick her? I hope he picked her as the first date, but I was like, did they, right? Like, did Producers he- Producers choose all of the dates. Yeah, so like, did they put her first? intentionally to kind of have this so that it could be the story and that, right? So yeah, that's the part that you think about. Cause I feel like overall, it's funny while she's amazing and beautiful soul, which would then, you know, sort of, uh, it comes out. Um, I suspect that he's not into a lot of the blondes have left or he doesn't pay attention to them. I think he has somewhat of a type, which is darker <laughs> features overall, darker hair, darker eyes, whatever. Um, that that seems to be what he's more drawn to. So I found it interesting that he picked Daisy first. Mm-hmm. Though she's amazing. Like, so there may be something there, but I just thought it was interesting. But I think to your point, um, they will use whatever they can to try to drum up something that would seem organic and it's not super organic. So yeah. Yeah, I didn't love that. Um, but good points for sure. Yeah, I d- I, yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll get nicer as we go, but I doubt it. Okay, Mo, what do you got? Oh, yes. Okay, so um, for my soured sips, I did not like the cold open with the red velvet cake. Mm. What the hell was that? Um, it's super disorienting. I think that they're, they think that it's working because it worked on Gary's season, and they're just going to continue to do this. Y'all are not the Walking Dead, like on AMC. Y'all can't start with no fucking cold open. Every Narcos. Time. It was like crazy. I was like, what is this, Breaking Bad? Um, yeah, it felt, yeah. It was giving Ozarks, yeah, actually. Breaking Bad, like, yes. The sisters and their canned story of dating the same guy, I don't believe. Like, the more that they talk about it, the more it seems like one of them was just grimy enough to talk to one of the, a guy that they both had. Like, it was just, I don't know. This shit is weird. Uh, and thankfully, one of them went home. I'm going to be honest with you. It just, I don't think just suited the one that did actually end up going home. Mm. 
Um, and that you was, did. You were a fan of her last in, week. Lauren Lauren's the one that went home. Lauren. Yeah. So I don't know. Okay, I, I, I don't know. Which one went home? Bye, Lauren. Yeah. Bye. Oh, Lauren went home. <laughs> oh, Lauren went home. <laughs> oh, anyway, it don't matter. <laughs> you want to leave, That's girl? Leave. Draft? That's why you're trying to keep her alive. I get it. Yeah, I had Lauren in my draft. Um, I don't know how she I left. ended up picking her. That was stupid. Oh, let's see. So, oh, I don't like musical chairs. I don't like things where people get embarrassed because the chair gets pulled out from underneath them. Because <laughs> that, that used to happen like to me. I never story. would get in musical chairs. I would be the one that was falling on the, on my butt. I don't like that. Okay, that's and so then, and, and you know, um, so my final thing, um, as you all have covered it, uh, the daisy of it all, um, I think that this is just another thing about the show. And I think some of the networks do this, and it's, I feel like I'm, I feel uncomfortable saying this, but for example, if you watched um, Big Brother last season with Matt. Mm-hmm. Matt said a lot of very misogynistic things about women, but because Matt was in the um, hard of hearing community, he was highlighted on the, the television show. And that's not to say that the things that he was sharing about himself personally were not amazing, but there's also growing that he needed to do and show any of the negative stuff. With Daisy, I feel like they're setting up either she's going to win or she's the bachelorette. They're doing this mm-hmm. early week two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel the fever pitch. I hear it. Oh my God, Daisy. Love it. Daisy. And I think that they're doing this because I believe that the show is finally equipped to handle and take care of someone that has the situation that Daisy has. Rhea's oh, face right now. Y'all don't see that. It's yeah, no, we hear she's just looking at you like I'm yeah. So, oh. Well, considering what it, they it, did it. to her during this episode, I don't trust them. They don't, well, I don't give trust a them shit. either. But they trust so, themselves. They'll yeah. do it. They don't care. They'll use anyone. So mm-hmm. she's popular on social media. She's like going viral on TikTok. They want to get the mm-hmm. audience back. So they'll use mm-hmm. her, but I don't I don't think they're equipped in any sense of the word, <laughs> like to to have to so I think support both, her. Right? I think both can be true. I think that they do have a DEI specialist. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they are equipped to do something. Will they do anything? I don't think so. I think that they will do things uh, actually to impede uh, and Mm -hmm. and also, um, I guess, exploit her uh, HOH status, Mm -hmm. right? Her deaf HOH status and, and take advantage of that um, and again, to get back the followers. Mm-hmm. And I also think they know what they wanted with Abigail. Now, Abigail has mm-hmm. like the pretty. That's aspect, what I was right? about to ask. It wasn't yeah. super personality. The personality wasn't there. Like, you know, that was Matt's first impression rose. Like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Like he could pick someone who is deaf, hard of hearing. Like, this is amazing. But she didn't have the personality to kind of hold that. Um, mm-hmm. And they, so then their 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 connection fizzled pretty quickly. And I think that what they wanted in Abby, they're getting now in Daisy. So they're going to really stretch this for as long as they can. Yeah. That was my exact question. Abby, the narrative. To, 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 yeah. So. 
Yeah, like the narrative that they gave Abigail versus the narrative that they're giving Daisy. And do you feel like they're similar or are they different and why? Well, I think they're trying to get it right, right? Like, I think, you know, of course, let's talk about her disability. Look at us. Mm-hmm. We have d- diversity. Um, and I think, but I think that, you know, um, and Daisy, I think, I think Abigail was not an influencer before. She just happened to be someone who is of color um, and the white, white presenting, but she's of color and she was deaf. So it was two things, but she couldn't rest and beautiful and she couldn't rest on that alone. Mm-hmm. Daisy has been doing sort of the work. She's been doing okay. the, the nonprofit and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the influencing for her community and Lyme disease, like multiple things. So she's mm-hmm. kind of more poised for this moment. Um, and I think that they will run with it, whether he's into her or not. So that's my thought. Agreed. I agree. So where I'm, where I struggled also in watching it, I was, I was talking to my girlfriend as we were sitting and trying to digest what was going on. I'm like, okay, so they put her in the helicopter. She couldn't hear anything, unfortunately, that he was saying. It that was small talk. Then when she put the headphones on, much better. Sorry if you can hear that. My cat is playing and I'm just going to let her play because she's in a happy place. Um, so then then she's missing out on all of or most of the small talk at the very loud Coachella-like bachelor event that they had at this place. At first, when they were like going over the thing, I was like, oh, they're going to go to Top Golf. This is great because they went over the Top Golf place. And I was like, this is great. Then I was like, oh, no, they're going to a carnival. This is not good at all. So um, I just felt like the construct of the show tells you, you can't tell Joey this until dinner. Hours later, they probably have eaten already. He didn't notice at all any of the times when she was like, what? Huh? Excuse me? Like she didn't, he didn't notice. And it was brand new, brand new news to him, but I knew what was going to happen he was going to have a positive reaction to it because you're psychotic. If you don't, obviously like you're psychotic, if you don't have a glowing um, reaction to someone pouring their heart out about what they have been through. And her story is tremendous. Like the, what she's gone through to get to where she is today. Like, thank God, you know, because I was inspired but I was like, damn, why did she, why did, I was hoping she would have told him earlier so that they could have enjoyed all of the days. What do you think Joey would have said if she said at the, at that, at that point, like, I can't, like, it's hard for me to communicate with you and I'll tell you why. But instead it's this whole thing of, she's like, I have to tell my story right now in this moment to make it big and grand. So that's what, that, that was where I was. That was the end of my soured sips. And I was really sour about those sips. Because mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, but I feel you on that. Um, I really so like I'm just, Daisy. Oh, I say all that to say, I really like Daisy. She's great. That's like what, and that's Daisy. what makes it. That's what makes it harder, right? Because she is so amazing. It's like, oh, like you can't. She could have stood on that alone, mm-hmm. but you got you. Y'all had to mess and tamper with with stuff, which I don't like. I don't like it. So I'm gonna be quick. And then we're going to get into what filled our cup. But the only thing is the ageist comment, mm-hmm. age gate, whatever we want to call it, Maria. Um, 
I saw all kinds of thoughts about this, right? So I want to say, as a senior citizen here, what so I want to say about this, what I want to say about this is that, yes, you know, own it. I, I'm looking at Medina like, girl, like 30 was a time. 30s were great, right? Um, you don't have to feel sad or down. Um, so it's not to say that we don't necessarily agree with Maria's comments. For me, she was just extremely dismissive. And of course, she didn't go to the person that can do something about it. Like, hey, girl, I got you. I, I, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. It was like, oh, she's feeling this way. God, I mean, she should just own it. Like, it for me, I didn't like that of it all. But then I also didn't like how it spun out of control once it got out. And and then that girl felt comfortable feeling the need to do whatever the, the, the cardinal rule of Bachelor, which is like, shut your mouth and do not say anything to get yourself involved unless someone's going to die, uh, which they will not. If you don't say anything, it'll be fine. So that was like a weird up and down for me. Um, but I didn't like how I still didn't like Maria not just going to Medina and then trying to empower her. I did feel like it was a little backhanded cattiness uh, in the way that she did it. And I, I didn't feel like it was genuine, like, oh, we got her, you know? I'm just torn on the whole situation because I, I understand where you're coming from, Claudia, that it, it seemed very dismissive. But at the same time, I don't think her intention was to be dismissive. I think she was just being like, girl, I'm almost the same age as you. Like, and I'm here and I'm doing this whole process. And I don't think Joey would feel a way about knowing either of our ages. You know what I mean? So, it, and let the record show, I actually don't really know how I feel about Maria. So I'm not defending her because I don't know if I like her yet. <laughs> but I, I read the situation as more girl, I hear you. I get it, but I'm, I'm older too. I'm not 24 years old either. I understand. Let's not make that a factor in what we're here and what we're doing in this process. You know what I mean? So I, I, I read the situation from that perspective of she's just like, girl, no, we're in this together. We're fine. We're good. But I do agree with you that she could have gone directly to her and have that conversation rather than, you know, talking. Yeah, it wasn't girl. It was like, God, she and yeah. saying that and loud, like she didn't go to her to say yeah. any kind of anything like, Hey, I'm in this with you too. Like, let's, you know, older women unite, let, let's do this or whatever. But it was just, yeah, it was grimy. I don't like it. Anyone else? Yeah. Go ahead. Mom. But it's, the, it's the show construct, right? You take a conversation that's being had 2000 yards away and someone heard, Oh, Oh, I, I heard your voice. I heard your name being called something. They're mm. talking shit over there. <laughs> and like, suddenly now she's public enemy number one, where my thing is, there's a lot of dip on Maria's chip. It's just way too much dip on her damn chip. I'm tired of her already. I'm more tired <laughs> of her than I am of Jess. And that says a lot. Oh, I'm tired same. of Jess. Same. But yeah. they're going to over, they're going to like, Maria's doing a lot. They're going to overproduce her so that mm -hmm. she's the enemy. And I don't think she's like a bad person. She's like Genevieve, right? Oh, God. Probably well-meaning and well-intentioned for the most part. It just doesn't translate well on TV when yeah. you need a villain. And she's going to be the villain. This was misinterpreted, I think. And she didn't do a great job of trying to clean it up because she's like, I didn't say anything wrong. Why are you, why she are you? She doubled down. She doubled down. Triple down. 
<laughs> you triple down. I like, you know, I'm good for, I like a good tripling down when you're like a little bit strong and wrong, but Taylor went home. So they needed another, they needed somebody to get in the mix of it. Cause Jess versus Taylor is not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that was fun. Rhea, do you have anything else to add to this? <laughs> I'm just going to be really honest. When drama like this is happening, it's usually when I like go on my phone and ignore what's happening. I, the re- okay, let me back up. I think The Bachelor is a lot of people's favorite show within the franchise. Mine is The Bachelorette because I hate seeing women fight and I love seeing men fight over women. So this just like senseless, like arguing, I, I don't know. So this is why I'm probably going to take a break from these episodes and come back in during hometowns. Because usually the middle is like it doesn't none of this matters whatsoever. It literally is inconsequential. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah. You're not wrong. No, it's no, I love it. Fantastic. So I think that's everyone. So we're going to take a real quick break and then jump back into what filled our cup. Okay, we're back, y'all, and we're black, y'all. Um, it's, black History Month is coming up, and uh, it's an extra day this year, y'all. Yes, but, but definitely, definitely, let's go. Uh, Jasmine, what filled your cup? Oh my gosh! So when I tell you, I actually cackled aloud when. Okay, so um, Rhea had touched down how it was kind of shitty that <laughs> after. After the group date, the winning team, they were like, oh, you're going to get more time with Joey. Just kidding. It's going to be one person. That was shitty. But that one person was Edwina. And when she heard her name called, they were all like, oh, gasp. And she goes, she she was like, well, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, I was with her for that moment. I'm sorry. Period. Period. <laughs> thrilled as she should have been. Edwina. Like, and the translation I, for that is, bitch, you thought bitch you thought they i don't know if they expect her to be like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i wish all of us could go she said let me throw it in the fire so no she didn't do that she was like i'm taking this this is my moment i (laughs) loved it i loved every bit of that i loved her conversation with joey i love that she talked about her west african heritage i love every bit of it and when he again i do fangirl over joey so forgive me for a second but when he when she started crying and he just wiped that tear, oh, I died. Mm. I died. I was like, yes. Mm. <laughs> mm. Legs wide open. Yes. It was a moment <laughs> for me. I needed it. It was giving showtime after dark. I was like, let's keep going. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was beautiful. I love that. Get I love that moment for her. I loved it. <laughs> Yes. And then that's pretty much the, the big one for me. But then the other thing is just people that I'm starting to realize that I like. I really, really enjoy both Kelsey's. Black Kelsey is absolutely beautiful. I cannot wait to hear more from her. White Kelsey being from New Orleans, really have enjoyed what she has brought forth so far. And I really like Rachel from Hawaii. Um, and I liked that she she gave that really cool speech during their faux wedding, whatever the hell that was. Um, so I'm just I'm enjoying just getting to know these different women. Love it. Yes, that yeah, that was it. I love Rachel. Mm-hmm. She's kind of she dope. gorgeous too. Yeah, she's very dope. Mo, oh yeah, go ahead, Mo. Oh no, um Did you- I just I was just agreeing that uh, I also I too really enjoy Rachel. Um 
she just comes off pleasant. It's like a pleasant watch when she's on the screen and interacting with him. I don't feel like I got to watch this from a critical eye because I don't fuck with this. You know, like I'm like, I, I can get with this. I think this is a nice like brewing relationship. Yeah, it's not like a disposition that she has, right? It's like a way about her that's very easy. Very easy. Yeah. And I think that he gets that too. That's why he picked her. I feel like he's, Mm -hmm. his vibe is like that. That's, I think it's a big part of why he moved to Hawaii. He was like, (laughs) he's down with like, just, it's just too expensive to live there. And she can already give a toast. Shout out to Hannah Brown. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Shout out, Hannah Brown. Shout out. No, it's okay. It's all right. How did she become Bachelorette, y'all? But anyway, whatever. Woo. Did she give us the best season. Okay. Uh, no, so I was going to transition to you. Oh, did you okay, want to give your, what, filled your cup? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we've got um, <laughs> the table dive. I'm giving <laughs> it, I'm, 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 I don't make the rules. The table dive by Evelyn is on par with the fence jump. I don't make the rules. Don't write into us. We do not care. It is what it is. That was athleticism. You said you didn't like musical chairs, and but you liked the table dive. That fucking table. Did you see that? She didn't even touch the table. She landed in the chair on top of someone. Yes. But who cares? That was crazy. That that was a hip crack. That was she wanted to sit next to Joey like hardcore. Like, wow. I love it. I love it. Unmitigated, um, <laughs> iconic. Um, I loved Edwina getting the one-on-one date. That was well, the you know what a one-on-one date. I thought that was great. Um, I was like, yes. Uh, where's the rose, please? Just give her the rose. You know, <laughs> just be on that BS, right? But she knows how to play this game. Like her story, her story made no sense, right? So she equated <laughs> being cheated on. <laughs> To the women silencing her because she is annoying, and and it worked. That shit worked. She said, "This just brings me back to the women trying to silence my voice. It brings me back to the time when I was cheated on in my relationship." I said, "Whoa, shit! That's the time I paid overpriced for bananas." I was like, "What are you saying? This has nothing to do with what you're talking about." But I got, I appreciated that she tried to bring something to it. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, like, but listen, you got to use whatever you can to get in. The men are not, the bachelors are not very smart. Um, and his tongue went they, right in. He was like, lot, oh, let me help you. I'm so sorry. And I was like, whoa. Yes. And they have a yeah. lot coming at them. They cannot, yeah. he cannot synthesize this information in the right way. He was just like, she's in distress. Yeah. I got to comfort her so I could look like really good. Um, let's kiss. What? <laughs> let's kiss it out. Just fucking crazy. Um, did y'all see Lexi? Did y'all see Lexi in her painting with the dolphin that was not really a dolphin? It was like a squirrel or something like what that. What did he call it? He was like, "Oh, that's a cute Iconic. fish." Wait, no, was it? Didn't she paint a clown? Or was it, am I yes. like she Iconic. painted him as a clown? Yes. <laughs> well, clowns terrify me. Joey, you just got dragged. Oh, well Stand. Well done. I think I have her in my yeah. trap. It's so good. Um, okay, so then um, I'll say, okay, so my final my final one is um, Lauren talking about losing her father. And the reason why this is a filled cup is because I hope that she understands that 
she got a chance to really memorialize her dad on television. Um, I mean, it kind of went very, it definitely went sideways, right? The apple cart, all the apples flew out. But a little bit later, like all the apples, she just tipped it over um, with the with the cut of the cake and all that stuff. But in the moments where she was able to like really talk about like how much she missed her dad, she gave the you know it was like it was seven months you know that he had passed. Um, we wouldn't have known any of that until later on. And you know, I just for anybody that's going through that, you know, we have a clubhouse friend that passed away um, very tragically, a father father, newly married. And, you know, we, every day I think about how are they going to, how do you pick up the pieces for that? You know, I'm like in a new relationship. I don't know what I'm going to do if I, if, if any of that ever happens, I pray to God that doesn't happen, you know? So um, I just wanted to just give some space to that because while it turned into something that was like not great toward the end, um, she was really going through it. And I hope that she got comfort from production or someone. She needed someone to talk to, to talk that out. Because I think that if she was able to synthesize those thoughts and feelings, maybe she would have gotten in the right zone to be able to still continue with the show. But after that, she was like, nah, fuck this. I'm good. I'm out. Um, yeah. But, you know, sending love to Lauren and Allison. And I'm done yeah. with my side. Yeah. I'm done with my Lovely. Uh, Rhea, did you have anything that filtered up? Yes. Uh, so definitely Edwina winning extra time with Joey. And we already touched on that. Um, and I guess I will give credit to Joey for being pretty good at affirming the women in his conversations with them. Yeah. I think that's something. Listen. Oh, really? <laughs> um, I think that's something that should be a requirement in a mm -hmm. relationship. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, it's not something that I've really seen on The Bachelor. I feel like most of the times when The Bachelor is responding to women, it's kind of just like, thank you for sharing that. Or, wow. It, but Joey has a way of asking questions and, you know, giving women space, which is what we all deserve in a relationship. So it is nice to see that on screen. So that was one of my, uh, that filled my cup. That was my main, uh, what filled my cup, how affirming Joey was. And um, just the ways particularly he was with Daisy. I love the question about, you know, how's your health now? Like going deeper instead of like, oh, it must be really, or even like infantizing or, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, it must be really hard for you with your hearing loss or anything like that. Like he just went right in like, well, are you good everywhere? Like, what is it mm -hmm. like? And asking those real deep questions. You can tell he loves the deeper, vulnerable conversations off the bat. And to your point, Rhea, where most of these men shy away from that because they don't know how to engage or maybe they're not even that interested. I don't think that they're mm -hmm. jerks, all of them, but I think they just are like very surface level and don't know how to go deeper. And I think we saw, I mean, Tasha for the comp, you know, for the criticism and not, she was, she was actually good at pulling out a lot of that. But Charity was, I think, fantastic at doing it. Rachel, too, of really kind of going a little bit deeper. Um, and it's not lost on me that these are all Black women. Uh, but they were they were really good at pulling more out and engaging and just understanding and having it be a deeper conversation. So I find that really refreshing with him. And I look forward to hearing more. And that's how we'll get to know more about these women 
a lot of times we'll go through a whole season and we're like, how did this person get to like number four, like number five? Like how'd they get one away from hometowns and we know nothing about them. So I feel like he's going to help us learn more about these, these women, which is great. That was all I had. I agree with you. Um, isn't it interesting that he doesn't seem to like the mess? I Not like it. Zach all though. Zach, Zach was like, happened. Zach said, don't even bring yeah. that shit to me. <laughs> Zach said, GTFO. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because wow. he wasn't like, well, are you sure you don't want to know? And he was like, nope. <laughs> Not sure, oh, don't. Like, nah, I, I gotta go. Good night. I had the look. You know, the little COVID? That was the one who had COVID. Oh, yes. <laughs> he had COVID and was mad at the women. <laughs> the COVID and the, the, the TV dates. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, Those were amazing. Actually, funny. I need to rewatch that. that. <laughs> he was so bad at Greer. That was amazing. <laughs> And he was like, hold on real quick. Yeah, I have to break you up with you. Um, I assume. Uh, Christina Mandrell. Help me, help yeah, me, he help had me, no. Me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I think that was everything. I think that we got it all. We got it. And Rhea, I mean, such a joy. I, I, like I said, you've been just killing it. So for being with us. Cannot wait to see the content you that you all. have, the continued. By the way, also a, <laughs> a filled cup uh, is the tweets. The tweets come quick with it. Rhea has been dropping them tweets that are amazing too. Yeah. So, Thank uh, you. Fantastic job. You guys are and, too nice. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. Yeah, it was great so being where, here. So where can the people find Yeah, so you can find my Bachelor Nation content at Bachelor Rabbit Hole on Instagram. I also have a TikTok. Um, But if you are into competition reality shows, if you are into Big Brother, if you're into Survivor, if you're watching Traders, I'm posting that content on a different account at Rhea Watching. So you can find me there. I also have my DMs open there as opposed to uh, the other page. So feel free to DM me there. I have a sneaky link if you need some a link to watch stuff. All right, thank you. <laughs> and thank you all. You guys are so hilarious, thoughtful, um, and just wonderful people to really speak with. So, uh, you know, I love being invited back. And yeah, everyone support y'all. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. You're so sweet. Uh, we appreciate you saying that. It's beautiful. We love it. And I do follow Real Watching already. Oh, thank you. Thank y'all. So um, thank you so much, Rhea, yeah. for joining us. Um, everybody, like, comment, subscribe, and run up her numbers on her social media accounts. Do the same for us. Share and tell a friend. Um, we are super excited for uh, to see the rest of the way that Joey's season's going to go. And um, signing off, I'm Monique. I'm Jasmine. I'm Claudia. We had too much fun. We broke StreamYard. Like, yeah, <laughs> too much. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> we are Rose Noir. We shall see you all next week. Uh, the Super Bowl is coming up and we get Usher. We don't care about anything else but Usher. Thank you. Goodbye. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms found in the show notes. Tell a friend to tell a friend.
Join us for live discussions on Clubhouse at The Rosé Noir. A special thank you to Ahmad Fielder for our amazing theme music. Follow him at infrared underscore crypto on Instagram. We are Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. Rosé Noir. See you next show.